it's Dean Miller, and welcome to episode two of Dean's List, which is my new podcast coming to you from the Twangtown Lounge, and that is the office, studio, headquarters in my home in downtown Franklin, Tennessee. And the reason it's called the Twangtown Lounge is because I always understood Twangtown to be the CB trucker's handle or name for Tennessee. Now, that may be outdated or maybe it never was, but in my mind, I thought Twangtown was the name of Nashville, according to truckers and CB radio. And a lot of people may not even remember CB radios or, or Citizens Band radios or the movie Convoy or Smokey and the Bandit, but it was a huge thing in the 70s. And other people have told me that it's Guitar Town, as like the Steve Earle song, Guitar Town, Guitar Town. I always thought Twangtown was the nickname for Nashville. But anyway, either way, this is the Twangtown Lounge because of that. And today I'm going to cover some really cool topics, including the Elvis Presley story that tops all Elvis Presley stories. Before we get to that, I wanted to talk a little bit about this podcast and podcasts in general. I think it's really cool that we've gone to this format now that's sort of like the old days of radio. It used to be before television and movies that people would gather around their radio and listen to shows that were sort of like stage productions with sound and sound effects, The Lone Ranger and Abbott and Costello and Bob Hope and all these things. And the Grand Ole Opry started in that environment. In fact, the Grand Ole Opry predates a lot of radio shows, and it's the longest continuous radio show in the history of radio. I think the coolest thing about podcasts is that it makes us use our imagination. We listen to voices, we listen to people have conversations, and suddenly our, our imagination is taking over and, and we're doing half the work, you know. We're, we're, we're making the little movies in our head, and that's one of my favorite things about podcasts. In a way, it's like songs and songwriting. The listener listens to the song and they fill in their own interpretation of it. In fact, when music videos came along and became popular, I think it took an element of enjoying music away because an important part of listening to songs is filling in your own experiences and having that song bring up emotions that you might not have ever found a way to express in quite that way. So I've always thought of music and songwriting as an experience that you have with the singer and songwriter. It's kind of a mutually creative thing because their song is meeting your imagination in the middle and you are creating an experience with the singer and songwriter. That's one of the coolest things about music. It's so intimate. You know, when you watch a movie or a TV show, they fill in all the gaps for you. You're just kind of watching and, and enjoying the experience. But with things you listen to, like even a podcast, you're having to fill in the visuals and what things look like and, and how the story goes. I think it's a really cool thing. It's almost like reading a story to a kid or something. It brings out a part of us that I think is, is really beautiful. So I'm really into the podcast thing, even though it seems like everybody's doing it these days. I just wanted to, as I always say, I, I'm boldly going where everybody else has gone before. <laughs> but hopefully I'm bringing a unique voice and perspective to it. I think it's really interesting how we are kind of reverting back to old technology in a lot of ways. Look at texting. Texting is a really weird thing that I don't really fully understand. 
we have all this technology to call each other and FaceTime each other and Skype and Zoom and all this stuff. And yet we go back and type out words and send them to people like we're passing notes in school or something. And I think it indicates that we're looking for a kind of an old, simple way of doing things, you know, just like passing notes in school. And also you don't have to talk to people, which, you know, for me, I'm always avoiding talking on the phone. I think it's just so tedious. I, I really like to get to the point. And especially the older I get, I really just want to get to the point. And I want other people to get to the point too, because who knows how much time we've got in this world. And do I really want to spend that talking on the phone? Texting forces people to get to the point. And I kind like that whole idea of getting to the point. And podcasts are an old technology. It's like radio. You know, texting is like typing. Sometimes I think maybe our brains weren't built for this much input. You know, we're always looking at stuff on our phones and we know every news story from every corner of the world and every negative piece of information. And it's just like this constant onslaught. And for me, it's really nice to just turn off my brain sometimes, drive along, listen to a podcast, listen to music, use my own imagination. I'm really into this whole idea of simplifying. I really like the idea of simplifying my life. I want about half or even a third of the input I'm getting. I, I don't watch the news like I used to. I don't want to hear all these negative stories repeated over and over and over again. And I've always looked at music as a refuge from that stuff. I really miss the kind of songs and songwriting that completely take us away, that envelop us and, and tell us a story and make us feel something deeply, whether it's positive or sad or whatever. I really want to be a part of creating the kind of music that carries people away, that makes them feel something profound. We're sort of going through this time in music right now where the emptiest, dumbest, most simplistic things are really popular. And I don't know what that says about us as a culture, but I really want to be a part of the opposite end of the spectrum that helps people think and feel deeply. I love the music of, well, first of all, my father, Roger Miller. He was funny, deep, profound, entertaining all at once. And that's the kind of stuff that I grew up with and the kind of stuff I want to be a part of creating. How many artists do you see today that you think are gonna last 20 years, 30 years, have a career that goes on long after they're gone, that their music just lives on and on. How many artists do you, do you see like that? I don't see very many. And whether I have an impact or don't with my music, I wanna be a part of something deep, something artistic, something beautiful, not just disposable and forgotten about tomorrow. So that's the goal of, of my songwriting and that's what I'm trying to do with the projects I'm working on. I think this is a good place in the show to take a moment for our regularly scheduled segment called Shameless Plug. Shameless plug, shameless plug, I'm gonna make a shameless plug. Y'all wanna hear a shameless plug, cause I'm gonna make a shameless plug. I hope you've all had a chance to hear my single 1965. It's been out a couple of weeks and I'm really 
flattered and surprised by the response to it. Thank you guys for all your notes and your messages of encouragement. It's been really nice. It's been listened to and streamed a lot of times, and I'm just really, really grateful for that. So thank you guys for being a part of making that do so well. And I want to let you know that I have an album coming out in May. The album is also called 1965, and it's got 10 songs that I worked really hard on. I produced the record. I wrote all the songs by myself. And it means a lot to me. It really comes from a deep place inside myself. And I hope it connects to a lot of you out there because I, I really thought long and hard about each song, what to put on the record and what I wanted to say. So I hope that these songs that have so much meaning for me have just as much meaning to you. And I'd love to hear from you guys too, to hear what you think of these songs and what you hear of 19, think of 1965. You can write to me on my social media. Everything is at Dean Miller Music, uh, except my Facebook. My Facebook is at Dean Miller Page, but Twitter, Instagram, the rest of it is at Dean Miller Music. So I hope you'll like, subscribe, follow, whatever. Oh, on my YouTube channel. Let's talk about my YouTube channel for a minute. So I've never really spent a lot of time on making my YouTube channel presence known, but I am posting stuff on YouTube all the time now. So I hope you'll check out the Dean Miller channel on YouTube and I hope some of it connects with you guys. And if it does, please drop me a note and let me know. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. I promised you earlier the coolest Elvis Presley story that's ever been told. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do think it's one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. And it involves my dad, Roger Miller, in the mid to late 60s. I was probably three or four years old. So I think this happened around 1968. I'm not sure, 69. My dad was having a lot of success and he was living in Los Angeles and living large, may I say. <laughs> and uh, he used to have this Honda motorcycle that he rode everywhere all over the place with no helmet because in the mid 60s I guess people were more risky or whatever with their lives but my dad was driving down Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles on his motorcycle and he pulled up to a stoplight and he was sitting there just waiting for the light to turn and a limousine pulled up next to him at the light and the driver rolled down the window and he said excuse me Mr. Miller I have Elvis Presley in the back and he would like to meet you. And so, of course, my dad followed the limo around the corner. They pulled over on the side of the street and my dad got off and went back to the limousine and got in. And of course, there was Elvis Presley. So my dad spent some time with Elvis talking. I'm not sure exactly what they talked about the whole time, but it was the beginning of a friendship. They actually saw each other many times after that. And just before my dad was getting out of the limousine, Elvis ask my father for his autograph. Now, I don't know many Elvis Presley stories that top that, and I don't know many people who can say Elvis asked them for their autograph, but my dad was one of those people, and I think it says a lot about my dad and how cool he was, because can you imagine Elvis Presley asking you for your autograph? Years after that, my dad would go and see him perform and, and go visit with him and stuff. And my dad always said that he thought Elvis was the greatest live entertainer of all time. He said his charisma, his performance was undeniable. And he actually would go and watch the shows and sort of study his performances because he thought he was the greatest live. So that's the killer, unbelievable, one-of-a-kind Elvis Presley story that I grew up with. And I love that story. 
I think my dad's whole career is full of things that when you tell people these stories, people say, I didn't know that. I had no idea. And, and in fact, a lot of people say, I don't even know who Roger Miller is. So that's part of the reason for this podcast is to remind people of just how cool my father was and all of his accomplishments because he was definitely the coolest cat in country music for sure. And not just country music. For his time, when, when this industry was wearing rhinestones and hairspray and all this stuff, my dad was wearing the equivalent of the Armani suit and looking like Frank Sinatra up there. He was the coolest of the cool. I mean, the gold cuff links and sitting on a stool to sing his songs. If you want to go back and look at some really cool clips, take a look at some of the old stuff on YouTube and you will realize just what a badass my dad was. I think I didn't realize just how cool my dad was until later in life. There's an old thing that uh, Mark Twain said, between the ages of 18 and 25, I was amazed at how much my father had learned. Well, that's me. I think by the time I was older, I realized my dad was so cool. And when you're a kid, you know, you think your parents are embarrassing or, or what they're doing is really, you know, calling attention to yourself or something. And I don't know, it's just crazy what we think when we're young. But as an adult, I have nothing but just awestruck admiration for my dad. He was the coolest of the cool. And he taught me so much about life and about songwriting and about how to deal with people. Just by living with him, I learned so very much. And my songwriting is better because of having known him. So I'm really proud of, of what he's taught me. And I hope I've infused some of his spirit in my songs. He had some of the best advice. One of his great pieces of songwriting advice that I loved was he said, say as much as you can in as few words possible. And that has stuck with me. I really think about that when I write songs. And he told me one time, he said, I really try to keep each line of a song under five words. Now, he said, sometimes you need to go beyond that or stretch that limit. But he said it was kind of a little goal he put in the back of his head for most songs. And when I go back and listen to his music, that's evident. And it kind of forces you to get to the point, as I was talking about getting to the point earlier. And it really helps you to hone in on the emotion and make that song really, really tight and precise. My goal is for these podcasts to be about 15 minutes long because I feel like that's about my attention span with a podcast. And I've actually seen lots of people I love and think are incredible. And I look at their podcasts and they're like two hours long. And I think, who's got two hours to listen to a podcast? So I try to keep these around 15 minutes and I'm looking up and we're already at about that time. I start telling these stories and the time just flies, but I really enjoy it. I hope you're enjoying it. Some of these stories are, are reaching out and touching you. I'd love to hear from you. Again, check out all my social media and write to me there. I, I, I read all the direct messages, so just send me a note and I'd be glad to talk to you. In the meantime, I hope you're all staying safe out there. I hope you're taking care of yourselves and from the Twangtown Lounge in Franklin, Tennessee. I hope you all have a great week and we'll see you next Wednesday for a new episode of Dean's List. Dean's List